maybe this will be very bad, but hopefully it'll get better as time goes on. Dylan and after a small hiatus we we finally found our way back to our microphones to our computers and we are recording again yeah yeah you uh you you feel the need to take a break from me more often now what's the deal with that um you know sometimes space can be good <laughs> just need yeah. a little bit a little bit of separation just to kind of you know take time apart and figure out what I really want well, what is it that you want? Well, I wanted to record tonight, so okay. that's where that's where we're at right now. So, <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm glad that we could be on the same page for at least one night in yeah, two I, weeks. I just can't let you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Yeah. Well, yeah. So um, we won't be doing a watch along tonight, correct? As far as I know, yeah, no watch along tonight. Hey, you know, plans can change. Unless we could do a last minute uh, audible. We could. We'll, we'll throw on uh, Hogan and Andre from WrestleMania 3. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, get it queued up right now. You never know. We need one in the chamber just in case this conversation goes yeah. really south, like really fast. We have three backup matches. Oh, shoot. Okay, so that's one. What's the, what's the next one? Um, we can do... Uh, the Sean and Brett Iron Man match. Okay. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's asking a lot from me we and really, asking a lot from our listeners. If we really want to kill some time. <laughs> How about uh, uh, Steamboat Savage? We can do t- Steamboat Savage. You know, we got to get, let's get away for some, get away from the WWE matches. And what, go to WWF matches? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, like, let's get the F back in there. Yeah, yeah. Put that F back in, and let's go back to the '90s. So. Okay. Um, yeah. No, I agree. I mean, I was thinking maybe we could throw in some New Japan matches, maybe some WCW matches. You know. Yeah. yeah Who definitely. knows? You know, it's pretty much whatever we want to do. So. I mean, we did technically do an ECW match recently. Uh, yeah, kinda. I mean, <laughs> sort technically. Of? It was under the ECW banner. Yeah, not the original ECW banner, though. <sighs> it was WWE CW. Ah, I see what you did there. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so we won't be doing a watch along. We yeah. do have some backups <laughs> in case we blow that. But yeah, no, today I think uh, we won't even do our traditional format. We, could, we don't have a best. We don't have a worst. We don't have a watch along. We, uh, it, th- it's totally not because we're unprepared or anything like that. Yeah, no. <laughs> always prepared. Always prepared. Us. Ready yeah. to go at a moment's notice. <laughs> to the nines. Yeah. We are always prepared. This is definitely not Friday, July 3rd and not Thursday, yeah. July 2nd. I totally don't have WrestlingHeadlines.com up on my computer right now and <laughs> reading anything at all. So Yes. 
<laughs> yeah, those those assumptions are completely false. So yeah. don't don't give life to those. Yep. But no, so all right. So we won't do a best, we won't do a worst, we won't do a watch along. Today we're just gonna kinda freestyle a little bit, you know? We're just gonna mm-hmm. kick back and do what we used to do and just, you know, BS and talk wrestling and whatever else happens to come up. Yeah. So yeah, wrestling so future business pl- plans possibly. <laughs> You never know. You Stay never know. Tuned. Listen, yep. we, we've got our own built-in sponsor just ready to go maybe a year <laughs> or two years down the road. Yeah, we'll see. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's coming at you! The best there is, the best there was, and the best there will be! So yeah, what's, uh, what's been going on with you, man? How have, how have you been living, homie? Uh, So I am in apparently what is known as the nesting stage of preparing for a baby. Are you familiar with this? Uh, I probably was at one point. Yeah, apparently um, there is a stage known as nesting where the pregnant party is like, hey, let's let's make sure this house is ready for this baby. Ah, yes, yeah. So, needless to say, we're, we've gone beyond just preparing her room and have expanded into preparing guest rooms, our room, bathrooms, I mean, you name it. Every mm-hmm. room. If there's a room in this house, I'm attending to Somebody's it Somebody's going to be able to sleep in it or <laughs> poop in it, so. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, yeah, that is, uh, 1000% what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's fireworks going off here and my dogs are losing their shit. Oh yeah. That's been happening here. Well, my dog just hides. So okay. I can't get yeah. him to like relax when fireworks go off. So he just kind of like walks around all nervously and then oh, okay. hides. But well, so I have, um, I have three dogs. Mm-hmm. I've got the oldest is his name is Charlie. He's ten. He is a tiny little Yorkie Lhasa. He's like my do- my wife's uh, purse dog. Um, not that he ever rides in it. That would that's demeaning. He would never do that. But um, <laughs> and then I have a three year old black lab. Her name's Gracie. Mm-hmm. And then I have a ten month old black lab um, pit bull mix, and his name is Bo. Mm-hmm. So 10 months old, he's obviously never experienced fireworks before. So it'll be interesting to see what he does. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens this weekend. So. Yeah. He might bite my face off. Really don't know. Yeah. Or I might not have any more shoes left after, uh, <laughs> after the celebration. So, yeah. So but, been, uh, what about you, man? What have you been up to? <sighs> Working. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. Dude, we're doing this again. Yeah. I haven't talked to you in two weeks, so therefore we're back to, to being uh, single-serving friends. Hey, what are you up to? I'm just working. Just working. Just working. You know, how's the weather up there? You know, 90 degrees today. I don't know. Yeah, but I, I guess I don't need to say anything more. You pretty much said it for me. So, <laughs> yeah. No, the highlight reel of our conversation. I don't know what Weather, to say. Weather, work, yeah. you know, yeah. the I usual. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> Just got going plenty to of work sleep and, this weekend. No, I have not gotten <laughs> plenty of sleep, so. <laughs> Definitely needed this weekend. Yeah. Oh, needed a break. Yeah. <laughs> 
This is why I took two weeks off <laughs> before I recorded with you again. Um, no, but honestly, just, yeah, just working. Um, oh, God. Playing a little golf here and there, too. So, okay. Yeah. That's still, good. Um, still swinging it out. and uh, Wow. Whoa. Yeah. Swinging in a, it in out. A in a strictly golf manner. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, you know, then hanging out with a kid and yep. all that. So, that's so yeah. good. Um, oh, so I realized yesterday that my daughter is finally getting into metal music. Oh, yeah. And by, and what I really mean is that. She asked me like three times to play the same Power Rangers theme over and over again. Oh, the power ballads. No, the Power Rangers. No, I know, but they all they do is just the power. No, it's like go go Power Rangers, and then it's got like the the I'm, guitar lead in the back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like that kind of yeah. That's metal. not metal. Yeah, it's it's a little metally. It's melody. It's melodic. Okay. Fair. And, you know, it's got metal metal aspects to it. So, I mean, well, hey, you got to start somewhere. That's true. You do have to start somewhere. I remember when I was in seventh grade. Um, was it seventh grade? It might have been sixth grade. It might have been yesterday first. for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was when I first heard Metallica and I was, I was not a fan. But yeah. you know what? I blossomed, I grew into it, and here we are today. <laughs> Riveting <Listen>. story. <laughs> I know. There was more to it, and then I started, as I got well, halfway into it, I, I was like, oh, to I, it. I didn't out. like it, and eventually <laughs> I did, and here we are. So. <laughs> Usually I'll, I'll start off on a, on a story with like good intentions, and then something will happen in my brain where I'm like, oh, don't share that part. And then I just... End it quickly, and it becomes a terrible story. <laughs> a big stinker. <laughs> <laughs> a big what about stinker. wrestling? Have you done anything wrestling related in terms Not of watching? Since 2006. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, no, honestly, it's. I've been reading stuff and I've been watching clips, but as far as like watching anything live, no, I have not. <laughs> I have not, but I'm I'm kind of up to date on what's going on. You so. have a responsibility. You do to too, watch sir. wrestling. I did. You, hey, I watched Fighter Fest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What'd you think of Fighter Fest Night One? Um, I didn't think it was too bad. Yeah, yeah. What um, what would you say were the highlights from Night One? I liked the Taz Brian Cage promo. Mm -hmm. I liked. They're they're definitely not sloppy. Nope, they don't <laughs> run a sloppy shop. Nope. nope, no sloppy shop for Taz and Brian Cage. <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, I watched uh, Sheeta and Penelope Ford, which was a much better match than I anticipated. Yes, I love Sheeta anyway. She is far and away my favorite uh, women's wrestler on the roster. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I like Penelope Ford. I met her one time many years ago when I went to Dojo Wars for CZW. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was one of these things. Hey, nice to meet you. That's it. Oh, very formal then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Totally so needless to say, we're be- we're best friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we go way back. Yeah. Way um, back. But um, let's see. That was one. Um, I didn't watch the full tag match with best friends and um, Omega, Kenny, and, and yeah. I wish yeah. I would have because mm-hmm. I like both of those teams. I really like best friends. Yeah. I always liked Trent. I liked Trent when he was in um, New Japan. Mm-hmm. And I've liked Chuck Taylor ever since, you know, freaking IWA Mid-South. So, yeah. love that team. Um, I liked their entrance. <laughs> their mom. <laughs> Trent's mom. Or yeah. Driving them up to the... <laughs> <laughs> I loved that because it's so carefree and, like, happy-go-lucky. And, like, stuff like that just makes, like, it kind of makes me remember, like, why you even get into wrestling to begin with. Yeah. Like, you wrestle because it's fun. You know, I think all too often everybody takes themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, I've got to I've got to be a badass. I've got to be the biggest, baddest guy around. Like, you know, I've got to look like a like a like a badass. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, man. Like, that's not why we I don't know. Maybe maybe that's why some people get into it, I guess. But <laughs> other people got day, into it. So their mom can drive them up to us. <laughs> <laughs> a pay well, the spirit of that is what I'm getting at. Yeah. You know, the spirit of that is this is all fun, you know, like it's entertainment and that's yeah. why we watch it. You know, with that entrance, that has to make me wonder if Tony Khan is even paying the best friends. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> can they not even afford to buy their own car to like drive themselves? I mean, what's we'll going see. on? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my thought about it is. We should <laughs> listen. All right, everybody. <clears throat> here we go. Put your headphones on. Put them a little <laughs> bit closer and listen up. <laughs> what if Nick joined the best friends and he got Margie? To- you, see, you see, right off the bat, I know what you're talking about and I know where you're going. And the problem is nobody else does. <laughs> Okay, backstory real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Our buddy Nick he has a mom. mom <laughs> has a mom. Her name's Margie. She hates all of us dearly. But what she hates, <laughs> hates I hope more she's than not us. listening to this. <laughs> no, she, <that's>, listen. <laughs> what she hates more than us is wrestling. <laughs> and so us plus wrestling combined, that's just not a good man. It's match. a really bad cocktail of <laughs> crap. <laughs> So if there was ever an opportunity for her to spoil us wrestling, it was definitely going to happen. Right. Spoil wrestling, <laughs> spoiling our milk that we drank. You'll never drink milk again. <laughs> never again, okay? <laughs> oh no. This is derailed already. <laughs> quick, load it load Hulk and Andre, quick. Yeah, quick, get it. <laughs> I forgot to pay my WWE network bill. Shoot. <laughs> Oh, what's on YouTube that's free? Oh, yeah. Jason Quick matches. Uh, I'd rather watch a Dynamo match. <laughs> those are free too. Yeah. <laughs> They're practically giving those away. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so that's one beer down. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? Okay, so I said before we started uh, before we started drinking, before we started recording, um, I'm drinking Big Wave Gold mm. Nail by Kona Brewing Co. Yeah. Big Waves only. Catch one. Shameless plug. What about what about you? What are you drinking? Um a nice cool glass of water. What the fuck? <laughs> You're like, so I ask you what you've been doing. You've been all you've been doing is working. I ask you what you're drinking. You're only drinking water, right? <laughs> God, you're like, what the hell happened to you? No kidding. <laughs> Part of the straight edge society now. Yep. Yep. So man. okay, so that's that's fighter fest, I guess. I don't know. Did I miss anything? <laughs> that was a portion of fighter fest. Um, what else happened? <laughs> what did, what else did happen? We had uh, Hager versus Cody. Yeah, I don't even know what happened in that match. Um, well, you said you watched it. Well, yeah, I may have stretched the truth a little bit. Yeah, you stretched it quite a bit, it sounds like. <laughs> um, uh, Hager lost. Well, I knew that. Fuck. And then after what, the what match, about- <laughs> he uh, attacked a referee. Right, and he's suspended as yep. a result. Mm-hmm. Okay, well and that fine. didn't help me at all. And fine. So then there was so. there was Jurassic Express versus MJF and Wardlow. I did watch that match. It was okay. Um, I enjoyed the match. Don't get me wrong. It was. Um, I don't know if you saw it or not, but it was very PWG. Okay, please explain. Ah. Uh, very spot festy. Mm-hmm. Double downs, you know, a lot of things that just like the double kip up, you know, like you got a you got a, a quadruple double down or quadruple down, right? So all four men are down. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> ref gets to four count, and MJF and Jungle Boy kip up at the same time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yep, and then... Um, Ref gets to a six count, then Wardlow Ward and Luchasaurus get up, and they're all facing each other. Like a, yeah, yeah, like that is like super <laughs> PWG-ish, you know, because it's kind of like... If a, if a wrestling match resembles like an anime fight, it's PWG. Like a lot of Germans where someone lands on their head, and then they pop right back up and give you a super kick. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. So yep. someone gives you their move, but somehow, like out of uh, desperation or, or raw emotion, like you're still uh, like you can deliver you're, some you're type fighting of move. spirit, right? Yeah, yeah. Like that turns like you're able to deliver a move afterwards. Like I get that. Trust me, I get that style, and I see it all over the place. I just don't know how much I like it because I'm like. Eh. It, it can sometimes get to the point where it's defying logic in a way. Right. Which, like, I mean, which wrestling does on a constant basis, but, you know. I know. It is so stupid. I hate when we get into this dilemma because it's like it's, it's the Undertaker where we draw argument. a line. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, we're, like, none of this is real. Yeah. <laughs> all of this is made up. Well, the point <laughs> we're is, okay with it. We're all we're okay yeah. with it, and then all of a sudden we're like, we're not okay with it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the point of pro wrestling is to emulate a real fight. Would you agree or disagree with that? Completely agree. Okay, so that's been 
the basis pretty much since you know since the beginning of right. this like this modern quote-unquote modern era era or of pro wrestling so um so when you compare it to that I- idea yeah there are things that are over the top and don't make sense yeah but because of the history and you know everything being emulated you are given certain oh certain leeway as to what you can do with that so people take it keep taking it more and more over the top and it slowly gets away from being what it originally was was trying to emulate a more real fight so um i don't know where i was going with that I was just kind of going on a tangent for a second, or and like the fact is, if you want, if you want a crispy chicken sandwich, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Is this your time for a plug now? Um, Cooking with Dylan. So, oh, new podcast coming soon. Um, But yeah, there are (laughs) things that when you look at wrestling, we're like, oh yeah, I can dig that. You know, even though we know that's completely not real and. That's, you know, not how it would work in a realistic fight. But, you know, we see in another match and we're just like, that's not what you would do in a real fight. What are they doing? This doesn't make any sense. This looks like crap. They're not taking it seriously. Right. Yeah. The Undertaker argument. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, right. Minus that. But I don't, you know, I think I always think about, think about Malenko. Think about Guerrero. Think about Benoit. Mm-hmm. Would you see any of those? Think about Jericho. You know, mm-hmm. would you see that happening in any of those guys' matches? Like, would you see someone beating the holy shit out of Benoit, drop him on his head, and him just pop right back up and like fire up real quick and deliver like a clothesline or. No, you see, because he would take the time to sell that so it registers with the crowd. Right. And I guess that's where I come back to is I think about these guys that, uh, you know, truly paved the way for the style of today. You know, and I I think all those guys I mentioned are you can't really think about the people that wrestle today without those guys as um, inspirations. Right. And so if I think about them. And I think about that kind of style, that PWG-like style. Like, would they wrestle in a match like that? I don't think so. Kurt Angle is another great example. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine putting together a match with, with Kurt Angle in the back and be like, okay, and then I'm going to German you on your head, and then you're going to pop right back up and give me the angle slam? <laughs> he would be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I can't see Angle doing that. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that's my, like, again, I understand it and I appreciate it because it is more comic book elementy, like, you know, it is more anime, very action movie, right? Seek action movie fight level of wrestling. Would yeah? Would you agree with that? Hundred percent, and yeah. I appre- I understand it, and I appreciate it. I do, and I I'll 
Like if someone's saying this is the match I'm putting on, great, good for you. It's just it's not what I prefer. You yeah. know, I'm not gonna shit on it. I'm not gonna say like, oh, you know, you're you're making the business look like shit. I'm not gonna do that. Like I think that's silly when people do that. It's mm-hmm. just it's not what I prefer. If I'm gonna say like, wow, that match was a ten star match, it's probably not gonna have that in it. Yeah. Oh, it's hard to draw the line on like what is acceptable and what isn't acceptable, I guess. I mean, not necessarily even use the word acceptable, but what, how believable can you make a match? Right. I guess. Well, I mean, where do you draw that line between outrageous or out between outrageous and believability? I mean, there has to be, you gotta be like somewhere in the middle though, I think. Yeah. I completely agree. So. So that was my beef with that match. Very PWG-like. Gotcha. MJF was great in that match, though, as always. As always. Yeah. I guess when you get that that many people together and with um, how young the talent is, you're going to have – would you say it's it's acceptable to say that you're going to have a match like that? Do you think? Oh, when you have young young talent together? Yeah, young and, you know, less ex- experienced, but not as experienced as, say, some other people are on that roster. Yeah, that's a good point. Because the other thing about AEW is they do have that freedom. Mm-hmm. So in a match like that, who who's calling the shots? Who's putting it together? And I realize they have agents for matches. You know, Malenko is one, and Billy Gunn is another, and um, Arn Anderson, Anderson is another. Yeah. You know, so I know they have them, but how involved are they? Right. You know, I mean, for all we know, it's a tag match, so maybe the Young Bucks produced it. And nothing against the Young Bucks. Freaking love the Young Bucks. But yeah. it's more of their style than... An Arn Anderson match. Yeah. They, uh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, yeah. Um, speaking of tag matches and AEW, what has been your reaction to FTR in AEW so far? I liked their match with Butcher and the Blade. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that they've had that I mean, they haven't had that defining match yet. Oh, no, of course not. You know, you think about the takeovers that they had, where it was like, trying to think of them versus uh, American Alpha. And uh, and DIY, too. Yeah, I mean, those matches were incredible. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what put them on the map. They haven't had anything like that so far, which I get it, you know, I mean... Times times are tough right now. It's only been what, like a month or so. Yeah. Since that, so I mean they've got plenty of time to build up to you know some sort of big match and have that big match too. I mean you don't want to you know blow that off too early. I hope not. You know I hope that they don't get 
desperate and just mm-hmm. book FTR Young Bucks. You know, I really hope they keep them apart for as long as possible. I mean, their, their tag team division is is pretty immense. Mm-hmm. So you have you have plenty of uh, of opportunities to keep them apart. You know, put FTR against you know feud them with Butcher and the Blade or feud them with. Um, I guess you can't do Jimmy Havoc and Kip Sabian because yeah, Jimmy Havoc's like suspended <clears throat> or something. But yeah, but there there are feuds in there. The tag team division is is big enough to where you can keep them apart for a long time to almost to where the fans forget about it mm-hmm. until one day they match up again. And hopefully that's the way they're going. But I don't know if you saw this, but it looks like they're setting up. A potential for a four horseman in AEW. Hmm. I don't think I saw this, or if I did see it, I didn't recognize that's what it was. FTR, <clears throat> Sean Spears, and Hangman Page, managed by Tully Blanchard. Okay, how what what did you see that made you think of this or think that's where they're going? Um, You're like I was fantasy booking one night and yeah, right. Um, so the um, the uh, um, sorry, my phone was going nuts there for a second so for <laughs> FTR and Hangman Page it's the um, the after party celebration after they won their match and they came out with the beers and they mm-hmm. gave a beer to, to Page and he drank it with them and they cheers and then oh, yeah. they gave it to Kenny Omega who is straight edge yeah he, he poured it out poured it out and they got all pissed and even Page was pissed mm-hmm. so there's been dissension this whole time and all it takes is a little bit more you know I believe it was Heath Ledger's Joker who said, uh, what was it? You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> <laughs> is it madness? As he says, madness is like gravity. All it takes is a little push. Yeah, something along the lines. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, that's where that is. Okay. I honestly, I'm not going to lie to you. I forgot the tie-in with Sean Spears. I think <laughs> it was just one of those like, hey, remember us from the old days type thing. Yeah. I, I forgot. Um, interesting. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that, I guess, because, I mean, FTR could have just been... You know, just handing them a beer just for the sake of handing them a beer. And, you know, with the way they're portraying, portraying Hangman as like kind of a semi alcoholic and like Kenny Omega pouring that beer out, you know, Hangman would be like, Kenny, what are you doing, Kenny? That, that's that's Coors Light. Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> Come on. You know, so, I mean, yeah. Not saying that that's not a possibility. But it's let's just, say they did go that way. Okay. What do you think about that possibility? Uh, well, obviously, Kenny and Hangman would have to lose the tag team titles first, right? Yep. Yeah. 
so there's a way that they would have to have that play out. Um, I don't know. I mean, eh, I guess. <laughs> Do you think it's one of the uh, a case yeah. of too many factions? It possibly could be. Yeah, I guess that's my only complaint. Is I I would love it because see I personally love factions in wrestling. I I, I don't understand why that isn't more of a thing. I mean, if you think about if you try to liken pro wrestling to other sports, that is the best way to do it. Is well. Sp- Professional sports are all about teams, right? You you got basketball teams, you've got football teams, you've got baseball teams. It's all a collection of incredibly talented individuals coming together for a common goal. Mm-hmm. You know, I realize that wrestling is an individual sport, but what's that can sometimes be lost on the modern viewer. So if you have everybody on the same team or faction all going for whatever you know like we just want to be the tops of all of our divisions and the support of each you know kind of that camaraderie helps us to be the best we can be i think there is a good way to do it you know wwe has really shit the bed on doing it (laughs) for many years yeah um and i think that maybe that's why everyone kind of has that sour taste in their mouth over factions because mm-hmm. they've seen it fail so much. Undisputed Era is the best modern example. And even now, that's kind of going in a... Right. Kind of a weird little direction, I think. The problem the problem that WWE has presented with factions is... There's a, there's a, a timer on it. Like, okay, great. These six people have come together to form a faction. This will not last forever. <laughs> I mean, it's you not know? meant to last forever either. Well, no, but I guess I, it, that's the problem. The problem with factions is that exactly what you just said. It's not meant to last forever. So therefore, the average viewer or the casual viewer or anyone who's wise to what pro wrestling is or has been... Mm-hmm is always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Mm-hmm. You know, they're never fully invested because they know based on history that it will break up. Unless That's you're the, the problem. unless you're the new day who's been together for like what 4 years, I want to say. It's a great point. Three, it's a great point. 3 to 4 years, but you would think That's though a, eventually that's like you said the shoe's gonna drop on that at some point yeah yeah and that that's gonna be a big one though if done properly if done properly yeah it will be it would be huge but honestly you know quarantine and and poor poor viewership and poor fan interaction and things like that i think have really slowed the progress of a lot of these storylines (laughs) <laughs> you think? <laughs> I mean, is that is that too much of an obvious statement? No, it's not too much of an obvious statement. I mean, let's just look at um, let's go back to AEW. Look what they were gonna do with uh, blood and guts. 
mm-hmm. that that never happened because of everything else that's going on. So that yep. derailed, I'm sure, some of the plans that they originally had set for that. So yeah. So there's an example right there. Um, yeah. Completely unrelated, but why did why did Rhea Ripley lose the NXT Women's Title? Because somebody told her to. <laughs> like, <laughs> she lost to to Charlotte Flair. Yeah. Only for Charlotte Flair to turn around and lose it immediately to Io Shirai. Yep. And then the next night. Charlotte Flair has a match against well not I forgot if it's the next night or the following week but she has a match with Asuka and beats her too right does she beat Asuka I don't think she I think I, no I think it was right right after that um what that NXT takeover in your house where she had that triple threat, threat match with Rhea Ripley. Oh, right, 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 right. Yep. And she lost the title. She wasn't pinned, but the next night she went, she was on Raw, and I think she had a match with Asuka, who was the women's champion on Raw, and beat her that night. Yeah. So there's some, you know, a little, from what I read, a little bit of backlash on, well, why, like, Charlotte didn't get pinned in that match, so she didn't end up looking weak in that but why did she need a win over Asuka the next night you know right. along those lines so yeah I mean my question stands <laughs> yeah. why why anything <laughs> why this I don't know and Charlotte's looks like Charlotte's going to be out for a while too yeah um, I know there was a rumor that there was going to be a possible match between Charlotte and Randy Orton at SummerSlam. Okay. Did you hear about this? I didn't. You didn't? Oh, it was, yeah, it was rumored and a lot of people were thinking that they were teasing it because of how Ric Flair would always say, oh, Charlotte, you're the best wrestler in this company and then he'd say the same thing to Randy so that would possibly cause some dissension and uh, Charlotte and Randy wanting Ric Flair to choose who actually is the best and that would lead to you know some sort of match between the two at at SummerSlam it was rumored but if that's true that's so stupid well I don't know. I mean, I'm going to plug another podcast, but um, Billy Ray was talking about it on Busted Open on what he would do and how he would book that match between Charlotte and Randy Orton. And the way he put it made absolute sense. Okay. Yeah, there is a way to book it. I'm saying if it was based on just simply Ric Flair saying you're the best, oh, also you're the best, like... Well, well I mean they would add more they would add more la- they would add more layers to it than just basically you know, do you like me better, Rick? Well, oh, you like me better, don't you? You know. That's kind of how you it would, sounded. You would, okay. Well, that's 
It's probably the way I said it, but it wasn't the way I meant for it to come out, you know? So it's not the way I was envisioning it in my head. So, uh, I mean, yeah, there's definitely a way to, I mean, you can book anyone versus any, anyone at any time. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm down for Charlotte versus Randy Orton. I think it would be a great match. I mean, mm-hmm. Charlotte is an incredible worker and Randy is one of the best in WWE. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, be awesome. But yeah, if it's just based on some dumb shit, like, well, it'd be more than <laughs> just know? that. Yeah, but yeah, I guess I didn't explain myself well enough. So, yeah, that was bad. Yeah, bad, bad form, bad form. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, speaking of, I mean, so a couple weeks ago we were we were supposed to record and we didn't. Mm-hmm. Spo- spoiler alert and um one of my what i was going to say is my best was the um debut of matt riddle on smackdown oh yeah i loved um not just the match between matt riddle and aj styles but the whole setup i mean wwe kind of like that whole like celebration for being a champ that that whole thing is tired and old and dumb mm-hmm. but if you're gonna make it a little lively i think they did a pretty good job with that with aj and daniel bryan like they're still like aj beat daniel bryan and he's the ic champ but like how can we keep this feud going without making it stale and it's we're gonna introduce a new person which was matt riddle but also mm. keeping the heat on AJ and Daniel Bryan. I thought it was a really well executed storyline. I was, I was pretty impressed by it. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. And this is after Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles tore the house down. I think a week prior in that match, their their match. Yeah, the finals down. in that uh, Intercontinental Title yeah. Tournament. Yeah. Yep. SmackDown has actually. Impressed. Um, they've been smacking it. Yeah, I was gonna say a lot lately. Like they, they've been. I was actually, I was gonna say they've impressed more than they've disappointed lately. But that would be an overstatement. Mm-hmm. That whole Baron Corbin Undertaker thing was dumb as hell. <laughs> hmm. What do you think about the tension between Matt Riddle and Corbin? Did, did I miss that? <laughs> Is that really a thing? Well, they kind of teased it during that match he had oh with AJ. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's a possible possible feud for possible feud for Riddle. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I honestly, like, I, it's so tough for me. Like, I give, I give people the benefit of the doubt more often than not. Yeah. And so, like, I really want to like Baron Corbin. Like he seems like a really good guy, like someone that like wants to do well. Mm -hmm. And so there, because of that, I root for him. Like I want him to do well because of that. But then the wrestling fan, (laughs) (laughs) the wrestling fan of me sees how it comes across. I'm like, Oh my God, I hate this guy. <laughs> Is he seriously wearing like, that crown right he now? He sucks so bad at everything. <laughs> his his movement sucks. His promos suck. His like his delivery sucks. Like like at no point do I believe him. 
Like, I guess that's really what it boils down to. Like you not being able to believe that he is actually this person. 100%. Yeah. If I, if I was, if I was a pure, true wrestling fan and I tuned into raw, like or SmackDown brand new, haven't seen it. And I woke up from a coma. I'm like, hell yeah. Wrestling. Yeah. And the first thing this. you want to do is watch SmackDown. <laughs> Dude, hey, you know what? 10 years ago, 20 years ago, hell yeah, that would have been the first thing I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Mom, get out of the way. SmackDown's on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you want to do? I want to watch SmackDown. Uh, let's see, 20 years ago. What was, it doesn't matter. Um, You're 23. You're 24. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I would have been wrestling myself. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I would, I would be like, all right, let's check this out. If I saw that dude on the screen, I'd be like, <laughs> Do people take this serious? Like, is this? You're like, huh? Has it always so been this way? Or that's, <laughs> that's what's going on. <laughs> the hell with this. I get the doctor in there and put you back into a coma. <laughs> <laughs> put me back under. Yeah. <laughs> I, but for real though, like I, I uh, that's the conflict. Uh, on one hand. I want the guy to do well. Yeah. On the other hand, he's not doing well. <laughs> and it pisses me off. <laughs> oh. He needs to get rid of that cape. Drop drop the whole king thing. Many things. Many things. <laughs> drop it all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, like, uh, it, his gear is the same gear that I had in my very first match <laughs> when I was 15 years old. You, you had a crown and like a furry cape? <laughs> no, I had a singlet. I wore a singlet and then freaking pants over top of it. That was my gear, first match. King King Grey. Okay, I didn't wear a crown. Baron, Baron Grey. What was your gear for your first match? You don't want to know what my gear was. <laughs> Just a straight singlet, right? No, it wasn't a straight singlet. I think, as with most people in their first match, they probably look like a homeless person. Yeah. In the yeah. middle of the ring. Um, camo cargo shorts. No, I didn't wear the camo. No camo <laughs> at all. So, no. But... Hmm. Yeah, Corbin. <laughs> okay, Take so that. next week we've got we've got uh, what night night two for Great American Bash. We didn't even talk about Great American Bash. No. Oh my god. Yeah. Did you watch any of that? <laughs> I saw highlights. Uh, yeah, I know what happened. So I like uh, Io Shirai. I already said that. Yeah. Um, but Io Shirai and Sasha Banks. Yep. That was a good match. How, what did you think about it not being a, was it being a non-title match? Stupid. I hate any time yeah. that it's a non-title <laughs> match. If I'm the champ, I mean, no joke. Like, in literally anything else, if I'm the champ, if I'm having a match, mm -hmm. it's for the title. Yeah. That's just what it is. What, if, if I'm challenging the champ in a match that's not for the title... I probably am not trying to win. Mm -hmm. Like, who cares? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, what is there to gain? Nothing. 
Oh, I pinned the champ. Did you get the title? Well, no. No, who the it's, fuck cares? It's, it's not title. <laughs> <laughs> well, still, <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, I think it would have made it more interesting, and the stakes a little bit higher if it was uh, if it was for the title. Yeah. It so. needs to always be for the title. Non-title matches are dumb. Every damn time. So, it's plain and simple. Dumb. Yeah. You have the uh, title. If you wrestle, it's for your title. Yeah. Uh, what else was there? Dexter Loomis versus Roderick Strong in a strap match. A strap a lap match. Yep. Yeah. Thoughts Apparently, on that? Um, uh, listen, I really like Dexter Loomis. Mm-hmm. Um, I think WWE wants him to be the next John Cena. Oh yeah. <laughs> so therefore, I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really know what I thought of that match. Yeah. Well, strap matches are hard to do, anyways, right? Totally. Yeah. So, and what did you think of the build-up towards it with um between Dexter and Roddy? Because, uh. <laughs> uh. like, it was just like the whole kind of hokey. Yeah. yeah, hokey is the best way to describe it for sure. Yeah. Which is, you know, I think with all those storylines involving those guys from Undis- Undisputed Era, I don't think they've had like a, an element of hokiness to them, it seems right. like. I guess that's my complaint, yes. Yeah. Is that, you know, it's funny because we just t- talked at long lengths about <laughs> Trent, you know, the best friends being dropped off by Trent's mom. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're talking about hokey, right? And how yeah. it's a bad thing. But no, <laughs> continuity comes back to continuity. Yeah. Undisputed Era has not been hokey in that way. And now all of a sudden they are. It's doesn't. It, it, it's not that it doesn't make sense. It's just that there is no continuity there. It's, it's, you've it's not taken, you, I'm sorry, go ahead. You've taken Metallica and you've turned them into a cock rock band. Mm-hmm. You know, like what is this black album? What is this load? You know, that's, that's basically what the equivalent First of all, I liked Load. So. <laughs> Listen, I didn't say I didn't like the album. So I'm just <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> no, it's not. It's different. Right. <laughs> and I'm saying the Undisputed Era, era with, Rod, with this whole Roddy and Dexter thing is different. <laughs> if they ever had their own podcast, it should be called the Undisputed Area. Area? Yeah. Why area? What do you mean, why area? Because it sounds like era. Yeah, but why would you change it oh to area? Oh, my God. Just, okay, go on. What were you saying? <laughs> no, hokey. I mean, yeah, hokey. Dexter, Loomis, and Roddy. I mean, it's not what you expect from the Undisputed Era and anything involving them. They've been treated as like a a big, serious faction for a few years right. now, and it's exactly. worked. And it's worked, and all of a sudden you throw in... The disappearing Dexter Loomis and Roddy being scared. Yep. I mean, it, yeah. It's you know what's weird. crazy is WWE, they 
they leave a lot of storylines open and I feel like it's well-intentioned and then they fuck it up somehow. Like Daniel Bryan and Miz was the most explosive, like best built feud they'd had in years. Mm -hmm. And then they screwed that up because somehow they became friends. Well, that's my friend. That's why I'm, I'm defending him. Like, like, what do you mean that's your friend? <laughs> that's not like, your what? friend? I have four years of footage to show that you are yeah. not friends. You hated each other. <laughs> but you think about Roderick Strong before Undisputed Era. He feuded hardcore with Bobby Roode. Remember, like, Bobby Roode was the guy that he just couldn't beat. Oh, I kind of remember that. And then... And then, and they had like a like a personal vendetta, and then they kind of split. And they like went separate ways, and then Bobby Roode won the NXT title, and then Bobby Roode lost the NXT title to McIntyre. Okay, McIntyre. Yeah. And then at the end of that show, he's in the locker room, like taking his tape off, and Roderick Strong walks by and blows him a kiss, and says, "See you around." Mm-hmm. And then you never see Bobby Roode on NXT again. Yeah. So that loop never closed. Shameless plug. Looper. Great movie. Um, Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> Watch the movie. <laughs> Fandango. Watch it. <laughs> um, yeah, they didn't close the door on that. They did. <laughs> that's yep. Yeah. That's that's it. That's what I was saying. Yeah. So, I so I mean, again, I'm com- I'm coming back to you talking about how serious they've been. So my point is, is that Roderick Strong has been serious, like a, a serious threat, even before he was with Undisputed Era. So for mm-hmm. him to turn into this hokey, goofy character is really it's out of character and it's I don't know that it does them any favors I don't think it does I mean I don't think it's going to hurt him in the long run by any means I mean it's just a weird direction to take at this point and it just it is kind of me personally it just kind of took me out of it out of that and just like kind of left me scratching my bald head like huh (laughs) so yeah do you think that it's going to end up with Loomis beating Cole for the NXT title? No, because did you see potential spoilers for the Great American Bash next week? No, I've avoided them, but that's okay. Yeah, uh, I'm going to tell you. Me. I'm going to tell you no. That's not what I think at all. I don't even know what's the match next week. Uh, title versus title, Keith Lee and Adam Cole. Oh, right. So, no, I'm telling you, I do not think Dexter Loomis is going to be Adam Cole for the NXT title. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. And that has my brain, like... If this was a video podcast, take it with take it with a grain of salt right now, but yeah, it looks to be looks to be legit because there are pictures that were posted. 
Wow, Somebody, I have uh, not seen that. Oh, well, you do a quick googly eye search, you'd, I'm sure you'd find something. So, Or you can go to wrestlingheadlines.com. Oh, yeah. speaking of plugs. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, huh. So does that mean, is this the last we see of Undisputed Era on NXT? Uh, that is something I I don't know. I mean, because usually with the way everything happens, you know, with people in that company when they get moved up to the main roster, especially if you've been like a long-term champion, usually when you lose that title that's a that's a goodbye right yeah but then again i think adam cole's contract comes up in either is up in I either july or august you think he resigned i thought i saw that he resigned look uh, that gotcha. up real quick uh, maybe you should check wrestlingheadlines.com oh i'm there right now i don't see it right now <laughs> that was uh, man that was a softball pitch and a swing and a miss. Yeah. So, um, well, keep talking while I'm doing this. Okay. Yeah. Maybe you should just Google the Adam Cole contract. Um, but I'm pretty sure he resigned. But if not, then that would make things very interesting. I think um, if he doesn't resign, let's, okay, let's assume he doesn't resign. Okay. Do they bring up Undisputed Era to SmackDown and make AJ the new leader? Ugh. That would just be weird seeing them without Adam Cole. I mean, essentially, that's what the Bullet Club did for years. It would be weird right. to see them without Prince Devitt. Yeah. It would be weird to see them without... Adam Cole. Be weird to see them without AJ, you know? Let's see. No, I agree. It would be very weird to see that group without without Adam Cole. And, I mean, I mean, they can make it work with AJ. Of course they would, could. But it would. It would be weird. It would and take some time getting used to. And they wouldn't even call it Undisputed Era. Mm-hmm. You know, they'd call it... No, I think it'd still be Undisputed Era, but, I mean, it'd just well, be Undisputed why, Era with but, AJ. But why would it be? If AJ's the leader, why well, would he Well, AJ was the leader the of Bullet, Cl- Bullet Club, but they still kept the name Bullet Club. True, but now think about, okay, you've got the War Raiders that don't, became the Viking even, experience. Don't even get started on <laughs> you got. I mean, that's it. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, yeah. so now let's say that he did resign. Is there any kind of tie-in with AJ? There's always the possibility for that. I mean, yes, obviously. That's why I'm asking the damn question. <laughs> what, what now do why you am think? I answering this for you? <laughs> do you think that that's a, the route they go, or do you think they go somewhere completely different? Do you think they take him to Raw 
and do something. I don't know. God, I don't even know what the hell is going on on Raw. I think you take him to Raw. And, and leave, that, leave that door open a little bit later for the whole AJ Styles thing, I think. And what? Cole feuds with who? Um, Not McIntyre. I could see that. I mean, sure. I mean, I think people like you and me could see that. That could would, kind, that would that. kind of make sense, I guess. Um, but you probably wouldn't want to put Cole in that in that picture wait that quickly. Mm-hmm. Just to see how they would do on, you know, the bigger show as far as like, you know, viewership and everything like that. Yeah. Yeah, so what, go for the US title, which is what, Apollo Cruz? Who knows? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Who knows? I mean, that's why that's why we don't book this stuff. We just talk about it. We just complain about it. So. Listen, I would love to book it. Oh man, I I would be really nervous booking something like that. I wouldn't. I I would be a little paranoid. I'd be like, oh, I hope this. I hope this works out. I hope people like this, and then. Then all of a sudden, the next night, next day, I hear about two people on a podcast talking crap about it. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, doing this again. I mean, that that is definitely true. I remember, I mean, you know, look up any any of my matches now, and you'll definitely find some poor comments. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly for me. Sucks. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Who's Johnny will make you suede 69? <laughs> that was my that was my old account. So. <laughs> um so it looks like Adam Cole signed a 3-year contract. So Possibly his contract possibly won't be up for another year or two years. So, what? Wait, he signed a three-year deal when? This this year? Uh, maybe last year. I don't know. Ugh. Yeah. This is why you can never be like the Adam Schefter of wrestling. I can't even be the Dylan Harrison of wrestling. So. <laughs> Speaking of wrestling and contracts, what about NWA breaking news? Releasing oh, like, Ziggy Dice. Yeah, well, the, uh, the story is that people weren't happy with Ziggy Dice in the back. Yeah, something about difficult to work with, right? Yeah, difficult to work with and um, people saying that he wouldn't sell during matches. Oh, right. Yeah. So. If I were Ziggy Dice, that would be exactly what I would be looking for. Like, yes, I'm a heel already. And now they're firing me for basically being a heel. Yeah. Um, That's perfect. According to the Wrestling Observer, 
the NWA spoke with Dice about his lack of selling during matchups, and when they approached him, he was not willing to be a team player. Now, according to Fightful Select, the NWA has agreed to let him go, but the business has yet to be finalized. Well, so there you go. I don't know about what they're saying about him as a character, but if you ask me, I would say that those accusations are outlandish. Outlandish. Any others? Contract issues? Uh, oh, uh, it's rumored that uh, the Good Brothers are coming to Impact. Yeah, is that a one-time thing? Um, I don't think it's a one-time thing, but Impact might allow them to sign a contract that also allows them to work in New Japan also. Hmm. So it's kind of one of those deals from what I what it sounds like. Interesting. Yeah. Um, there you go. Speaking of impact, Tessa Blanchard. Oh yeah. Tessa Blanchard's Basically, been released. Yeah. Stripped the, uh, and released. Stripped of the title. Well Right. Yeah. 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 Stripped of the title and yeah, released from impact. What are your what are your thoughts on that? Well, obviously we don't know the whole story. No, we just we just know from what we've read, and from what we read, it sounds like there are some problems behind the scenes with her, with Impact wanting her to send in promos for the build up to the Slam Anniversary match. Yep, that she was going to have, and for whatever reason, they she didn't record any promos, and Impact didn't receive anything. So, yep, I mean that's a that's about as far as what I know about the situation. Now I know in the past there have been other women who have worked or have been around Tessa who have said that she can be very difficult to be around. Yep. And I'm, I'm putting that nicely. Yep. So, um, so there's, history of some sort of negative behavior based on what other people have said and we obviously can't confirm or deny that like i said we can only just go off what we read and what we have heard from other people so yeah and you know my thing is you know you and i have talked about tessa a lot in the past you know season one um you would think this was a tessa blanchard podcast um, <laughs> I like her a lot. I think she's incredibly talented. I think oh, definitely, she deserves everything that she's had uh, so far in her career. There are a lot of accusations against her that you know, uh, you and I don't know. We, you know, we yeah. we weren't there. We so we're not going to condemn her on one hand, but on the other hand, we're also not going to praise her and say that whoever is accusing her is in the wrong because we don't know. Yeah. It's unfortunate that, that those things are coming up. And so I guess I'm bringing this up because I want someone with her kind of talent and her kind of ability to succeed. But that's up to her. You know, when these things surface, I think as a professional, you need to be able to address them 
professionally and over overcome them and put them to rest. And, mm -hmm. you know, and listen, I'm not in her situation and I'm not in her position uh, popularity wise. So easy for me to say. Right. But um, but I think if she's going to go somewhere else, whether it's WWE or AEW or stardom or anywhere else, mm -hmm. these are the things that she's going to need to be able to to kind of put behind her with the fans. So however she does that, she needs to do it like sooner well, rather I, than later. Right. And yeah, of course with the fans, but um, also with whatever company she decides to go with too, because yep. that's, that can bring a lot of negative baggage to a company. If, you know, if, those things are true yep from what she said and and if they are that's a lot yeah the company is going to have to be up front and be like you know this is how we run things here we can't be having any of this going on inside of our company this is what we're about and I just, you know, we just want to be upfront with you and we want to know that none of this is going to happen if you decide to sign with us pretty much. Yeah. And I mean, it goes to, it goes to, um, uh, the, the other girls in the locker room too. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, she could make peace with the management. She can make peace with the fans. And then That's true. the other girls in the locker room are like, no, I, I've had dealings with her in the past and she was difficult and I don't want to work with her anymore. Right. You know, and now you've got a problem. Do you think, how would you handle that? Would you get everybody together and have a meeting with them to talk about everything that has happened in the past and what you want to do moving forward? I think you have to, you know, I think, yeah. You know, I was in a situation a long time ago. I was working in a warehouse, and there was a kid working there. He was younger than everybody. Um, mm -hmm. He'd kind of gone down a bad path in his life, and they, he got a job there and then um, was doing well, working really hard, and was great with everybody. He had a good rapport with everybody. Slipped up, got in trouble, got arrested, went to jail, missed work the next day. Mm -hmm. And management got us together and they said, listen, this falls on all of you. One less person means more work for you guys. So when the day comes that he gets out of jail, do you want us to hold his job and he can have it back when he comes here or not? And ultimately we all decided, no, it's fine. Like we, we were rooting for the kid and so therefore we want him to have his job back and blah, 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 whatever. Mm -hmm. Um... I kind of feel like it has to be the same way because at the end of the day, it is a business. You know, you do need to trust the people that you work with. So, hey, women's division hey. or <laughs> men's division, I mean, roster in general, this yeah. is what we're considering. How do you, as established members of our roster, feel about this? And if you're uncomfortable, how can we make you comfortable or can we not? You know, is this something we cannot work through? I think you have to. Mm -hmm. I think that'd be the responsible thing to do. Yeah. In that situation. 
So there you go. There it is. Tessa yeah. and <laughs> WWE or AEW or NWA or <laughs> New Japan. Well, not New we just, Japan. Eh. Oh, yeah. Stardom. Yeah. So, stardom. That's right. Or who knows? I mean, yeah, could be anything. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We've we've bullshitted for seventy three minutes so far. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what about anything forward looking? I mean, we've got night two of Great American Bash, night two of Fighter Fest in the yep. coming week, or just wrestling in general. Anything that you're looking forward to? Um, I'm looking to see how the NWA reacts with obviously two talented guys leaving the company and a rumor of possibly more talent wanting to be released. Yeah. Because I was, cause I was a fan of the NWA. I mean, kind of we, we were the NWA's favorite podcast. So that's true. We were. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll kind of be looking to see what the NWA does with this and how they respond. And, yeah, that's kind of what I will be looking forward to. And, yeah, like you said, we've got night two of Great American Bash and then night two of Fighter Fest. Um, God, what's taking place on night two of Fighter Fest? Jericho Cassidy. Jericho Cassidy, that's right. Yep. I think that's going to be a great um, match. I think that is in Jericho's wheelhouse. Yeah. We um looking forward to reading about it and seeing highlights. So <laughs> You're not going to watch it? <laughs> no, I'm going to watch it. But... <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I think and, um, so. Uh, both of those, those things aside, Great American Bash Fighter Fest, I'm looking forward to the eventual Brian Cage John Moxley match. Oh, that's going to be held at um, Fight for the Fallen. Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. So that's <clears throat> I bold prediction. Are you ready for this? Hold on. Okay. Now. Okay. All right. Uh, Brian Cage wins. Hmm. Okay. Well, Hello. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Brian Cage is going to win, everybody. <laughs> he should. I think that would shake that, things up for sure. That's a, uh, what the kids like to say, a hot take. Hot take. Hot takes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Taz so. said Moxley has a case of the chicken shits. <laughs> <laughs> He Moxley must have been sloppy with the shop. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've been shopping sloppy lately. Yeah. <laughs> with the chicken shits. Yeah. Can't let that slide. So. <laughs> uh, Tez has been great with Brian Cage, though. Totally. Yeah. Love it. I'm digging that. I'm digging that chemistry even more so than. Uh, Jake Roberts and Lance Archer. Yeah, that boy. That What's going on with out. that? Holy smokes! <laughs> yeah. What did and happen there? Somebody needs to light that candle back up. And, I think yeah, making I, Cody the the TNT champ was a mistake. 
It should have been Archer. Uh, I don't know about that. What if there's some sort of situation going on right now where Archer could not be there and he was still a TNT champion? Mm, I see. Didn't yeah. I didn't consider that. Yeah. So that kind of would have bit him in the ass a little bit. Yeah, that's a good point. If that was the case. So, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm just riffing off the top of my head. No, that's a great point, yeah, though. They, I mean, they um, <laughs> we have, we haven't seen Lance Archer, have we? Well, he he was on Dark this past week, but I think that's the first time. Yeah, in a while. So yeah, good was, point. Was Jake with him? And uh, no, Jake slithered away he did <laughs> yeah but yeah a that's a great point though i mean maybe that was the original plan yeah maybe they're in survival mode right now something yeah they're losing the ratings war that mjf pointed out oh that was just one one week two weeks two weeks one in night. a row two weeks in a row they've lost was it two weeks in a row yep I I wouldn't be too worried about it. It's only two two weeks out of what how many weeks so far? I don't know. But since October, a lot of weeks. Yeah, since October, they've maybe lost 3 times. Yeah. We'll say 4 at the most. I mean, you're right. Yeah, but- I'm not I'm not that I wouldn't be that concerned. And plus it's only it's not like it was during the, you know, Monday Night Wars where you're getting these massive viewerships for each show. Right. I mean, you're getting six hundred to seven hundred thousand people. Right. Woo. I mean. Right. No. <laughs> I yeah. mean, maybe in this, maybe in this day and age, that's, you know, that's commendable. But you know, twenty years ago, that they would probably take you off the air. True. They probably cancel your show if you're getting that many viewers each week. Yeah. So, but it'll be interesting to see how things, you know, as as things change, you know, and you know, let's say fans are allowed to start coming back. I mean, I realize that's that's probably a ways away, but mm-hmm. um, when that does happen, it'll be interesting to see how that's affected. I definitely think you'll see numbers go up for a few weeks. Yeah. You know, and then maybe. Well, because after after that new that new car smell kind of wears off a little bit, like it'll kind of level out a little bit more. True. I think, but I think but, it's because if you if you and I like, let's say AEW, let's say nothing has happened in the world <laughs> in terms of okay. you know viruses and things like that. AEW yeah. debuts tonight. In front of a live crowd and it's crazy right the crowd is loving it chanting getting you know signs they're whatever having a great time you and i see that and we're like wow that looks like a good time like that looks Mm -hmm. like a fun environment to be a part of i want to go to that so not only do you want to tune in to see that environment but you also want to go so every show is essentially better and better because people want to pay to be a part of what they saw on TV. Yeah. That's the idea. You know, it kind of helps breed itself more or less. 
So the mm-hmm. fact that they haven't had that to go off of is, you know, it hurts. Well, they had that since October up until, what, March? Well, I guess that's my point, is that... Yeah, so yeah. I can't remember what the average number was for those... You know that time period. I'm assuming it was it's around probably, eights. You know, it was in the eights, and then when Matt Hardy, so it was a li- little higher than what it was. Yeah, what it and is then when right Matt now. Hardy was, got there, it, it crept into the nines. Yeah, and now it's dipped back down into like the low sevens, high sixes. Exactly right. Yeah, so I mean, I I can see a spike once you know, whenever it is that crowds are allowed to come back, and you know, for both shows. Yep. I mean. I guess not. And for Raw and SmackDown, too, yep. I'm assuming. Yep. So, I mean, but, yeah. Well, all right. Well, we tried to uh, conclude it 10 minutes ago, and then we... Yeah. <laughs> we started talking about something else. <laughs> uh, We're actually recording part two right, right. now. Right. So. Yeah, this is night two. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but uh, the Great American Podcast Night too. I like it. Yeah, yep. That's the name of the episode this week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You need to twat about it on your face box. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me just give you guys my Twiddle handle <laughs> real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so that that'll do it. Uh, <laughs> it's over. So, <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, um, yeah. So, coming soon. By the way, and this is a cheap, cheap plug, but it's actually somewhat expensive. But just you know what? Just uh, stay with us. Um, <laughs> quick and painless pro wrestling podcast. It's your favorite podcast, obviously, because you're listening to it. It can also be your favorite shirt. What? Tell me more. You heard me. You go to at QuickPainPod on Instagram uh, or Twitter or the Facebox or QuickPainPod.com and there will be a link there to get you to your favorite t-shirt of all time ever. And it, of course, supports the Quick and Painless Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm liking it. Yeah, so get it. Get your shirt. Get it. Get it on yeah, your body. Please get it. Please get it. We need the money right now. So we do, yeah. We have, we have other business <laughs> avenues that we want to go down. <laughs> That's so. true. That's and true. this would really help out. Yeah. <laughs> Dylan is an amateur agriculturalist, and we're yeah. trying to Ooh. make him a professional. <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> uh, but, but seriously, buy a shirt. Yeah, do it. <laughs> That uh, that's it. That's it. It's over. It's over. We've had enough. We indeed have. <laughs> I'm sure you, everyone listening has had enough too. So fast asleep for, for, yeah. for many minutes. We put the babies to sleep whenever <laughs> we do this podcast. <laughs> this is how your future kids are going to fall asleep, right? I've got a shitload of editing to <laughs> do gonna, on this episode. You're going to wrap her. You're, you're gonna wrap her in a quick and painless T-shirt, yeah. And put on, put on uh, the Great American Podcast episode. Swaddle, uh, no swaddle. Um, hey, listen, 
not beat only, and tackle. Not only, not only can you get a T-shirt with the Quick and Painless Podcast uh, logo, you can get mugs, you can get a COVID nineteen mask. You know, you don't want to spread that shit. I'm um, gonna wear that as a <laughs> to the beach as like a bikini. <laughs> You can get a bikini bottom. <laughs> you can get magnets. <laughs> this is ridiculous. So the only reason we're going this long, I have to drive to Charlotte on Sunday and I need something to last five hours. And yeah. this podcast is going in the right direction so far. Yeah, and you need the gas money too. That's why you're promoting. <laughs> right. Please buy shirts. I all won't this, be able to make all it. this crap for people to buy. <laughs> shirts, mugs, masks, magnets, yep. stickers, swimsuits. <laughs> no, swimsuits are not in there, so don't plug that. Oh. Well, I'm gonna make that mask work as a swimsuit. So. <laughs> there you go. Buy multiple yeah. masks. <laughs> yeah. Go check it out. Okay, someone see what you turn on the yeah. turn on the Oscars music. Give us the hook. Get us out of here. Yeah, play me out. Boom! <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, let's get out of here. Yeah, we should. It's like holy smokes! So, Thanks for tuning yeah. in, everyone. Yep, and we might see you next week or two weeks from now. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> we we sure don't. <laughs> nope, not at all. Buy a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna.